You are listening to the Happy Healthy Leadership Podcast with Kathy Williams. Here you will learn to be physically, mentally, and emotionally fit. The focus is not just being healthy by the doctor's standards, but being the best version of yourself you can be, empowering you to be a great leader for your family and your team. Welcome to Happy Healthy Leadership. Today, I want to talk to you about nutrition. A lot of people that I talk to, especially right now, are starting to talk about what they want for the new year and how do they start eating healthier, whether they want to be healthier, they want to lose weight, they want more energy, a lot of different reasons. But I've been noticing a lot of people are getting stuck in one way or the other. Uh, One of them being that they don't know how to fit in their lifestyle. Uh, Another way they're getting stuck is they don't even know where to start. So what's the correct diet that they should be eating? Another question that I have from people is, um, you know, they don't want to give up the foods that they have. So they, they want to know how do they eat all the foods that they really enjoy and they really like, and at the same time be able to achieve their goals. So trying to break it all down for you um, today, the biggest thing when I tell people is reminding them that you know what to do already and it's inside of you. But the first thing that you need to do is you need to know what's going to motivate you. What do you really want in your life? So if you're starting to listen to this and you've thought about making changes to your health or your, the way you eat because you feel like you're supposed to, I'm going to challenge you that change is not going to happen unless you know your deep why. Now, one of the things, for example, is some people might say, well, I want to lose weight. Well, why do you want to lose weight would be the next question you need to ask yourself. And what it might come down to is usually it involves something of it will give you a sense of love. It'll give you a sense of belonging. It'll um, help you feel connected somewhere, but it's going to be something deep within you. And that's what's going to be your why. And that's what you need to ground your goals onto. So for example, someone might want to lose weight, but their big why is going to be so they can actually stay active and play with their grandchildren. Or their deep why is going to be so they can find somebody that will love them again. And so they can be in a relationship and they respect themselves and other people respect them because they don't like the way that they look and feel right now. So some of those are the deep why. So think about that deep level of what do you even want to get to? Because what's going to happen is as you start making changes in this new year, and you might already even notice this now if it's, you know, middle of January, February coming up for you New Year's resolution people, is that you're going to lose that motivation from time to time. Especially when you aren't seeing drastic change, it's really hard to keep going. And even for people that have a really long-term goal that they don't know the, the, what's going to keep them motivated right now in that moment. But you have to know that long-term why and also bring it back today. So what's important for today? So what do I need to accomplish today? Where do I need to be at? Maybe if you have a big, huge five-year goal, what is that? what do you need to achieve this year right now to make sure you're going to be at that five-year goal and it's um, doable for you? So first off, is what do we even eat? What do you should you avoid? What's the best diet out there? 
And to start off is I believe that there's not a one set diet that fits everybody. I believe that there are some people that are going to do really well eating high fats, high proteins, and less carbohydrates more towards that keto style of a diet. And they're going to thrive off of that. But on the flip side, there are other people out there that need more whole grains in their diet and they do not do well on proteins, a lot of protein and fat. And so what it is, is it's going to be, it's a trial and error for what is good for you and when do you feel your best. Now, across the board, the one thing that I've noticed to stand true for everybody no matter if you want to lose weight, you want to improve your health, um, you're worried about um, disease and all those other health, is going to be focusing on sugar. So now when I say sugar, I am, yes, I'm talking about the white sugar that you see in the a bag and you would add to make cookies and you make candy in, but I'm also talking about your pop. I am talking about the form of glucose when it comes to um, juices and then also in your breads. All of those things that you eat, it's a form of glucose and your way your body processes it is when you eat it, your blood sugar will rise. And what's going to happen is when that blood sugar rises, your insulin also has to rise. Now. When your insulin is high, there's some other things that are going to happen with other hormones. So you have ghrelin and you have leptin. And what this hormone leptin does is when your insulin is high, your leptin, which is a hormone that helps you know that you are full, what's going to happen is the leptin doesn't respond. And so when your insulin is high, leptin's blocked, you don't know you're full, you're going to keep eating. Ghrelin is a hormone that lets you know when you're hungry. But ghrelin doesn't react to the calories. It reacts to the volume of food. So when you are eating processed sugar and juices and pop, you're getting a high caloric intake, your blood sugar is rising, but you will not get that satisfaction of being full. The problem that also comes up with sugar is, is how addictive it is. I've never seen a study with the addictive reactions to sugar compared to all the other drugs out there, such as tobacco and cocaine and all that other stuff out there. But I remember seeing that drug addictive and tobacco's at the top. And I would most likely guess that sugar is up there, if not even more addictive than that. The way that sugar reacts, it, it raises our dopamine levels. It makes us feel good. It gives us a temporary energy boost in there when we eat it. And, you know, companies are putting it in our foods, so we eat it more. You know, you think of anything like ketchup. You don't need sugar and ketchup for it to taste good. But they started adding it in because people start, you know, eating it more often or they will use it more often. Any product that has sugar in it, you will find people will get addicted to and they will eat it more often and they're more likely to eat it. 
So what do you do about it? There's sugar, there's bread, probably a lot of foods that you enjoy. But first you have to start off and ask yourself, do you want to give it up? And you have to think back to your goal of what do you want and why do you want it? And is it worth it? Is it worth giving up those foods that you really like? And some of you might say no, and that's okay. That's okay because we all have a certain point in our lives where we might not have to fully give it up, but maybe it's just reducing. Where can we be better? Um, I like using that theory of there's the worst to bad to okay to good to best. And where are you right now in that spectrum of how you eat, but where do you want to be in there? And how can you take one step better to being a little bit healthier? So what is it like right now for you? Find that out in the spectrum. And what does that one step better look like for you? And as we've talked about, so you're going to attach it to your goals. You're going to find out that why behind it. And so you're going to find that motivation to slowly make changes. And as you decide to make those changes, I'm going to strongly encourage you to actually plan it out. And what happens is when you plan it out, you have the most powerful part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, that is the best at making the decisions that will serve you. And as you plan something out, I'm going to tell you that based on what your goals are and what you're willing to make changes for, you get to start making decisions on what you want to do, which might include your sugar options. It might include bread. It might include treats and desserts. It might include pop. But that is for you to decide of how much and when. And what's great about it, as you decide, you always get to reevaluate of, did this work for me? Did it not work for me? Maybe I need to make something a little bit more realistic and make different changes in this, in that process. But what else is going to happen is in this process of planning ahead and deciding on what you want is you're going to run into times when you're going to hit cravings and you're going to have your times, especially if you make drastic changes where your emotions are going to get highly involved. Um, anytime you reduce sugar, your dopamine levels are going to react. It, what happens is you are going to have this feeling of a deprivation and you will, um, it doesn't feel good. And it's going to take that willpower and it's going to take a plan to help you get through those moments. Uh, when those dopamine levels drop, you actually will resist using fat storage for a while. And you're going to have physical and emotional symptoms that don't feel good. But what's going to get you through those moments is knowing that those not feel good moments are just temporary. And during those temporary moments when you don't feel good, you have to set your goal and set your focus on how are you going to feel when you get through this moment and you've achieved that goal. You're going to have to remember that as you learn to move past these uncomfortable moments of saying no to something, you are going to get stronger in other areas of your life of following through 
on those moments that don't feel the best. It's that time of it's learning how to care for yourself, that future self of, uh, in you, which I talked about in last week's episode of that self-care. So what is it that you want? What do you want? Why do you want it? And how are you going to get there? It's going to be a decision, a thoughtful decision that you're going to have to go through. And then in that moment, you are going to have to go through emotional battles to become successful. And knowing that they're going to come, knowing that they're going to go, those will help you get through those moments. You will also probably have moments where you might fall off the bandwagon. And when I have people, you know, come to me and they haven't fallen through on a goal, they have shame and guilt attached to it. And instead of looking at where you fell off the bandwagon or how far you have to go in life, and those will bring you different emotions of that, that don't feel good. But instead, I want you to think back of how far have you come and knowing that Every day is a new day and there is the, the wagon still there. You can get back on every single morning, every single day. And what happens is when you fall off that wagon, all it takes is that re plan and that rededication of what do I want and why? And don't look at something for in the next five minutes or an hour when you feel strong desires and emotions and you feel like you're missing out. But whenever you're rededicating something, when are you the most alert and you most aware of what do you want in your life? Rededicate that why. Maybe you're putting up things around your house to help remind you of you know, what do you want and where your desires are in there. Maybe you need to do a whole pantry clean out to get stuff out of your house so it's not there and you don't have to even fight that willpower in those processes. If you're somebody that travels a lot, I highly encourage you to, as you plan ahead, look at menus before you go somewhere. Decide one or two options of what you would enjoy eating that fits in your guidelines and your boundaries of what do you want to eat. So ordering those things, um, allow yourself maybe one or two bites of something, but set that limit, set those boundaries of what you want to eat to help you achieve your goals. So to sum it up, reducing your sugar, reducing your white flowers, that is the best thing you can do. However, you need to find your best process of getting there. You need to choose your best way of reducing that. And as you go through this process, know it's a journey. You will go through physical changes. You will go through emotional changes. But remember, remember to daily just continue to affirm yourself of how far you've come and where you are going to be when you've accomplished this goal. So remember, 
that this whole process is a journey. Sometimes it can seem very overwhelming to know everything that's out there and to look at everything, but focus on one area of what do you want and what are you able to achieve at this point of your life? Know it's a journey. It's going to be a process physically, emotionally, mentally. But you have what it takes to get through this. You are strong and you are capable. And you're going to have so many little battles coming in because you feel so safe and there's comfort in everything that you're doing right now. But know that as you go through this process, you will become that better, best version of you so you can be the best person to everybody else. If you are interested in learning more about how to choose goals, follow me on YouTube at Happy Healthy Leadership. I am going to be posting different short videos on questions that I've been having within the new year of how do you follow through on your goals, um, specific nutrition things that they can ask, and you know how do you get through those moments. So come follow me on YouTube. Um, thank you for joining me here. Like me, follow me. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. If you liked what today's lesson was about, learn more by visiting happyhealthyleadership.com. There you can connect with Kathy and start your journey on becoming mentally fit, as well as improving your company's leadership.